Friday morning, August 14th, the 29th of Av. Sorry about that. The 29th of Av. Good morning, everyone. It's your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Thank you for joining me. I'm Miriam L. Wallach. Nachum Siegel is off this week. Thank you for starting your day with us.
Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Good morning, everyone. I'm Miriam L. Wallach, sitting in for the great Nahum Siegel, who has been off all week, sitting shiva for the loss of his mother. You're listening to us on 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, 91.9 as well, and around the world on the web at jmam.org. Want to go over what we played so far? That was Silva Zemmer with Kimi Cham. That is a song from my childhood. Before that was Bubba Mice's with the Karlbach medley. That goes out to the Schwartz family. Hani Perlman Schwartz and her family who are working Arab Shabbos to get everything ready. They are, they, uh, messaged me on Facebook. They actually posted something on Facebook. I very much appreciate that. And while I could not honor their request, that was my ode to the 80s. Uh, for those of us who grew up in the 80s, and Hani, I, I have confidence that when you heard that selection and the musical undertones of that Bubba Mice's selection, you probably knew that that was for you. Diaspora before that with Lo S. Avo, Sainu Simcha with Shebuchol, and before that with Shel Shellas with Yaf Yafisa. And for those of you who uh, tuned in Tuesday morning when I sat in for Nachum as well. I had played the Shalshelis Jr. version of that song, and yes, I happen to be very, very fond of it. Shabbos today in the New York area, lighting candles at 7.34. First day of Rosh Chodesh is tomorrow. That is Rosh Chodesh Elul, folks. Yep, start cooking. That's we. Uh, that was the panic attack we had in the studio yesterday. Oh my gosh, it's almost yant if we need to start cooking. And the second day of Rosh Chodesh is Bimachrato Beyom Rishon. That would be August 15th and 16th, tomorrow and Sunday. Weather forecast, it is 85 degrees right now in Yerushalayim. It's getting toasty, folks. It, um, yeah, it's going to be toasty. Shabbos is supposed to be about 95 degrees. Sunday and Monday, 99 in Yerushalayim. And please, God, by the time I get there, it's going to be a cool 95. Yeah, I say that tongue-in-cheek, of course. Um, but New York is no better. This weekend is going to be one of those uh, classic August summer Weekends, 91 degrees tomorrow in the New York area, Sunday 91, Monday 93 with humidity levels at classic New York August highs. There's a continuing uh, broad uh, weather alert going on about El Nino. It is growing stronger. El Nino, I didn't realize that it was making a comeback as well. That's a, also a term from my childhood. Let's get to some Lenny Solomon with Shabbat in Liverpool off of that album. I think we're going to play Licha Dodi here on JM in the AM.
בשיר בשיר, בשיר וכל תודה. בשיר בשיר בשיר, בשיר וכל תודה. בשיר וכל תודה, נברך ללוקנו על ארץ חמדת טובה שהנהילה אבותינו מזון בצד ההיא פנייה לנפשנו חז לא גבר עלינו באמת השם
Benny Friedman. <laughs> Benny Friedman off of his B'nai Hey Chala CDA Shabbos with Benny Friedman. That was a night of peace and joy. It included Curry Bone, included Yom Zel Yisrael, Menucha Vesimcha, and May Ein Holam Haba. Good morning, everyone. Jam in the AM. Miriam L. Wallach here sitting in for the great Nachum Siegel, who has been off all week as he has been sitting Shiva. He and his siblings have been sitting Shiva for the loss of their mother, Rabbitson Esther Siegel. Shabbos today in the New York area is at 7.34. First day of Rosh Chodesh Elul is tomorrow. Uh, Shabbos ends, according to this luach, at 8, <coughs> excuse me, 8.43. And the second day of Rosh Chodesh is on Sunday. We'll pull up Galit Sahal in just around 10 minutes. Just wanted to touch base, tell you I was here in case you were missing me or wondering where I had went. We had a whole bunch of uh, interesting selections. I'll just pull my sheet over here. So before, so we just heard Benny Friedman. Before that, off of Suki and Ding presents Zmiros. That was Tzor Mishalel. Ohad with Kol Hatzadikim. And off of Shabbos in Liverpool, Lenny Solomon presented Lecha Dodi. Let's play a little bit more music. And then we will get to Gali Tzahal. And of course, we have some of the regulars or some of what you expect here at JM in the AM on a Friday, except there will be no weekly update with Malcolm Holmline. That is postponed until next week upon Nahum's return. As I explained to somebody just now on uh, Facebook, no Nahum, no interviews, and certainly no Malcolm. That is for sure. So Malcolm and Na- Malcolm Holmline and Nahum, please God, will return to Galit Sahal at the top of the hour. Ich 
You are tuned to America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program, heard on listener-sponsored WFMU, East Orange, WMFU, Mount Hope, and around the world on the web at jmintheam.org. Good morning, everyone. Jam in the AM. Miriam L. Wallach here, sitting for the great Nahum Siegel, who has been off all week as he has been sitting shiva for the loss of his mother, Mrs. Esther Siegel. Again, I, I thanked our listeners on Tuesday profusely, but I'd like to take the opportunity again to thank everyone now for their, out, their unbelievable outpouring of support. I'm just going to make my headphones a little louder. Outpouring of support, the testimonials, the emails, etc. It's really been incredibly heartwarming. Um, and um, we have passed upon, we have passed along, I should say, all of those good wishes to the family. And we very much also thank the people who made donations to JM the AM in memory of Nahum's mother. I'm going to pull up Galit Sahal in the background. We will make sure to hit the... Uh, News update at the top of the hour. You heard Ellie Schwebel with Shabbos Takes Me Home, and certainly that is the case this week. Avram Fried before that with Bench Bench. And um, following Galit Sahal, we will have a great Benny Friedman selection that I have been wanting to play very, very much, and I'll explain why a little bit later. Shabbos here in the New York area is at 7.34 tonight. First day of Rosh Chodesh El is tomorrow, and the second day of Rosh Chodesh is on Sunday. <laughs> you know, Mayor Furtick jokes every once in a while that uh, <laughs> Galatzal doesn't always run on time. I thought we had hit it right there. If you have any requests, you can make sure to comment on the app, and um, you can also send me an email, Miriam at NachumSiegel.com. I am regularly, as always, checking my email. Love to hear from you. Rabbi Yudin will be introduced probably around 8.15, 8.20, as he is every Friday. There is no weekly update with um, with uh, Malcolm Holmline because Nachum is off this week. That will return, please God, next week. The both of them will be back on the air, and I'm sure you're looking forward to that with everything going on in the news. That is for sure. That will be very much welcomed back. There we go. גלייצה על השעה שתיים, כאן אביה מלכה עם מה שקורה עכשיו. שר המדע והחלל דני דנון ימונה לשגריר ישראל באו"ם. כתבתנו אילאיל שחר. דנון שעומד בראש מרכז הליכוד והקשה על נתניהו לא פעם לקדם מהלכים בתנועה, צפוי לצאת לניו יורק אחרי החגים. הוא מכהן כחבר כנסת כבר תשע שנים, ויחליף בתפקיד את רון פוס אור, שמשמש בארבעה שנים האחרונות כשגריר לאו"ם. ראש הממשלה אמר על המינוי, בימת האו"ם חשובה בעת הזו. ואני משוכנע שדני ייאבק להציג את האמת בזירה הבינלאומית. יושב ראש האופוזיציה יצחק הרצוג אמר בתגובה, המינוי יגביר את הבידוד הבינלאומי של ישראל. זהו מינוי ציני, רווי פוליטיקה קטנה. בוודאי שביבי מאמין שנאומיו ועמדותיו של דני, בידוד בינלאומי דנון, יביאו לנו את הפתרון הרצוי בזירה הבינלאומית הכל כך רגישה. 
ההידרדרות במצבו של העציר שובת הרעב, מוחמד אלן, חבר הכנסת אחמד טיבי, שהגיע לבקר את אלן, שאיבד את הכרתו, קורא לשחררו מבית החולים ברזילי באופן מיידי. כתבנו רמי שני שמע אותו.
I want to explain to everyone what just happened here at the board. Good morning, everyone. For those of you tuning in right now, I am Miriam L. Wallach sitting in this morning for Nachum Siegel, who has been off this week. He is sitting Shiva for the loss of his mother. So we went to Gali Tzahal. Everything was working fine. Mayor Fertig, you know, gave me a shout out yesterday for having nailed it on Tuesday. And what I mean by that is being able to hit Gali Tzahal smoothly. The connection does not always work. For those of you who are keeping track at home, Mayor Fertig also tempted the technology gods on Monday. So at some point or another, all of this karma was going to come back to me. And look, it did, because in the middle of the broadcast, we lost our connection. So instead, we went to Benny Friedman with Im Ain Anili. Now let me explain why I picked that song. You know why I picked that song, folks? Because you can never have enough cowbell. That's right. That song is done so well. And if you're listening really carefully, you can hear the cowbell. It's got a little bit I don't know. For those of you who get this uh, reference, it's a little bit blue oyster cult for me. So I happen to really like that song. And the track before then, Toda, is fantastic. You can actually hear the pick on the guitar. And whoever decided to mic that is a genius. It adds a tremendous amount. Shabbos here in the New York area, again, is at 734. We will be playing Rabbi Yudin in his normal time slot. But again, there is no interview with Malcolm Holmline today. They will return. Please God, Nachum and Malcolm Holmline will return next. Friday um, for our weekly update. I know that you very much are looking forward to hearing that, as are we all. Malcolm, his insight is just obviously um, is, is incredible, and we appreciate his contribution every week to JM and the in, to JM in the AM. I also just want to mention that on Tuesday, when I sat in for Nahum, I had the um, incredible opportunity to read Chava Siegel's Hesped to her grandmother. Today on um, JM in the AM, in probably about 40 minutes or so before 8 o'clock, and just around the same uh, time frame, I'll be reading part of a paper that Yonina Siegel wrote about her grandmother and her grandmother's story. Uh, the, the, the paper that she wrote for high school, that she wrote for a class, was circulating yesterday at the Shiva home. I asked Yonina, who just came back from her summer in Israel, I asked Yonina if she would like um, it to be read on the air. And while the paper is much more extensive, it's longer than um, something I'm able to comfortably read in its totality on the air, I will be reading the last page at her request. So that'll come in around 40 minutes. Um, again, the, uh, the, the Siegel children had an unbelievable opportunity to live next door to their grandparents and in close proximity to their other, and they do live in close proximity to their other grandparents. So it is really an unbelievable opportunity. And for those people who really relish, like I did, the relationship that I had with my grandparents, and uh, not a day goes by, I don't think about my bubby, you completely appreciate where these kids are coming from. Let's get back to some music. I am Miriam L. Wallach. Again, you can email me, miriam at nachumsiegel.com, and place your requests here on JM in the AM.
慢慢慢慢买买买，慢慢慢慢买买买买，慢慢慢慢买买买，哎呀呀，哎呀呀
how many other people heard that song come on and say, yeah, that was a good call, Miriam, a little bit off the back wall. And, uh, yeah, you're welcome, because I enjoyed it as well. That was Mordechai Ben David with Daga Minayin. Good morning, everyone. Anyone just tuning in right now? I'm Miriam L. Wallach, sitting in for the great Nahum Siegel. We look forward to Nahum taking this seat back <laughs> Monday morning, please, God, as he uh, welcomes the week at 6 o'clock in the morning, please, God, on Monday. Shabbos here, by the way, in New York, in the New York area, is uh, 7.34. Candlelighting, I should say, is at 7.34. Rosh Chodesh Elul, first day, is tomorrow, Shabbos Parshas Re'eh, and then, again, day two of Rosh Chodesh is on Sunday. Yes, um, Elul is upon us. As my father would say, repent now and early. Actually, he says that about voting, but repenting sounds better. As I mentioned about 20 minutes ago, in about 20 minutes, or right before the 8 o'clock hour, I'll be reading part of a uh, report that Yonina Siegel wrote about her grandmother and her grandmother's life. It was really not only incredibly well written, but um, gave gave me additional insight into Rebenson Siegel that I did not have before. And she, when I asked Yonina if I could share part of the of her report and read it on the air, the same way I had read Chava's Hesped on Tuesday, uh, she very much welcomed it, and I appreciate her generosity because. Um, like Chava, she really wrote from the heart, and you can tell that the relationship that the kids have, that the Siegel children had, and I would say that all the Siegel grandchildren had, um, was really quite incredible. Um, and for those of you who had the opportunity to pay Shiva calls, we really appreciate it, and you got to see some of the pictures, the regal pictures of Rebbets and Siegel, and regal is probably an understatement. I thank again all of our listeners who sent emails to Nahum, sent me emails to send to Nahum or contacted me privately about Shiva information or about how to donate in memory of Rebbets and Siegel. It's really been incredibly heartwarming, but we, um, but Shiva ends today and we look forward to next week. Next week, which includes a trip to Israel as Nachum and I board. I think it's our fourth. I'm pretty sure, but um, Nachum will confirm this Monday morning. Our fourth Nefesh Benefesh flight as we join over 200 Olim who are going to fulfill their dream of living in the land of Israel. It's unbelievable. As I referred to it on Tuesday or I referred to it yesterday during the live lunch. That plane is a party bus. It's amazing. Everyone's in a good mood. The flight attendants know that they're part of a greater mission. Everyone is just, I mean, they're giddy. They're giddy. And for good reason, wouldn't you be if you got to live in Israel? It's really quite incredible. So we look forward to that. And then Tuesday morning, we will have the coverage of the landing um, of the Nefesh Benefesh flight, or I should say the ceremony in Ben Gurion, as we have in years past. And then on Wednesday, we bring you a special JM in the AM brought to you by our friends at Aterat Kohanim and the, uh, the uh, One Israel Fund. We'll be highlighting both of those organizations on Wednesday, and we thank them for uh, for reaching out to us, and we look forward to that collaboration. That is going to be excellent. And like we do um, from Israel, we, we really strive to provide you with very original, exciting, and, um, I don't know, Put in another adjective there, programming, to uh, inspire you and to keep you interested. And um, we thank you very much because the feedback that we get in general and 
very much so. The feedback that we get on our shows in Israel is always incredibly positive, and actually the comment we usually get is, can we have more? I don't blame you. We're going to go to Yisrael Williger and uh, the Menuchat Shabbat, the rest of Karlbach Shabbos CD, with our curry bone medley here on JM in the AM. Yeah, I'm 
Fisher covering Naomi Shemmer's Al Kol Ela here on JM in the AM. Good morning, anyone just tuning in. Now I am Miriam L. Wallach sitting in for the great Nahum Siegel, who has been sitting Shiva all week for the loss of his mother, Rebetzin Esther Siegel. And as I have been promoting uh, throughout the show this morning, Yonina Siegel wrote a paper for our school last year on her gran- um, last year about her grandmother and about her Oma. Um, the paper had been circulating. The report had been circulating at the Shiva home. I had the opportunity to read Chava Siegel's Hespid for her grandmother on the air on Tuesday morning. I asked Yonina if she would like me to read part of her report about her Oma on the air, and she said she would, and this is the selection that she asked me to read. My grandmother's experiences as a child have influenced her political outlook throughout her life, and to this day, she is a political liberal. She thinks that Democrats are more concerned about people's individual freedom and as a result, believes that it is better if Democrats are in power. As a result of her experiences, she believes that the government should help people who need help. Overall, my grandmother is very thankful that her parents were courageous and made the decision to emigrate to a new country where they didn't know anything about their about life in their new home. 
She is happy they made that decision because it saved their lives. My grandmother always thinks back to what could have happened if they hadn't left. She said that Kristallnacht was six months later, and she and her parents could have been sent to concentration camps in Poland. After they started taking Jews to concentration camps, her father's sister was taken. They heard about everything on the news, and they knew they would have been in danger if they had stayed in Germany. Also, if they hadn't left, they would have been stuck because they went on the last passenger ship going over the Atlantic before the war. My grandmother showed a lot of courage. She went to a new school, and when she came, she was put into kindergarten. She was not with her age group and had only her sister. In addition, she did not know the language. She overcame obstacles and was brave enough to build a new life in America. Today, my grandmother lives on the Lower East Side. She has six children, 25 grandchildren, and 31 great-grandchildren. She is a widower to Rabbi Zev Siegel. She is 88 years old and still going strong. Thank you very much, Yonina, for allowing me to read that on the air.
sitting in for the great Nahum Siegel here on Jame in the AM, and you are tuned to America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program, heard on listener-sponsored WFMU Mount, uh, East Orange, WMFU Mount, open around the world on the web at Jame in the AM.org. That was Shlomo and Eitan Katz with Big Lal Avot, and before then I was able to uh, read, or I had the opportunity to read, a section of Yonina Siegel's report that she had written last year on her OMA. I hope you enjoyed listening to that again. It provided, um, you know, a beautiful insight into her grandmother. Nachum has been out all week as he is sitting shiva for the loss of his mother. It is Arab Shabbos here. Candle lighting is at 7.34 this um, uh, this Arab Shabbos. It is Chaf Tet Be'av. Tomorrow will be Lamed Ba'av. And then Umachrato Biyom Rishon. Sunday is Aleph Elul. Repent now. First day of Rosh Chodesh is tomorrow, and the second day of Rosh Chodesh is on Sunday. And uh, we will play some Rosh Chodesh music as well. We have um, 88 degrees right now here in the... Uh, Coming up, I should say. 88 degrees of a high here in the New York area. Tomorrow will be 92 that is not a typo. It'll be 92, but it'll be 99 in Yerushalayim, so that 7 degrees is a little bit of a break. Sunday, August 16th, 92 here in New York, and 99 also in Yerushalayim. Monday, Nachum and I leave, please God, with Nefesh Benefesh on our fourth flight, as we have the unbelievable opportunity, again, to accompany a number of t- over 200. I think the number was 226, but I'll have to check my email from Tani Kramer and my friends at um, Nefesh Benefesh to confirm that number. It is um, a charter flight. We are leaving, please God, on Monday. We land Tuesday morning. We look forward to bringing you um, the coverage of that flight. And um, as we have in the past, a lot of interesting uh, stories of Olim that we meet on the plane. It is always an incredible experience and incredibly humbling. Um, we are continuously in awe. Um, and jealous of those who are making Aliyah, and um, we will wish them all the best in person when we see them, please God, on Monday. A listener called in, asked to hear Just One Shabbos by Mordechai Ben David. Here's that on JM in the AM. Hopefully. Let's try that again. Give me a minute. This is not populating. Ha! Fertig. <laughs> all right. We're going to try this one more time. We do this all the time. Now, you know what? I'm going to play it off the CD. I am determined to get this song on for this listener because when he called to ask for it, I said you were thinking the same thing that I was thinking. We're going to get there. Let's see if we can make this happen. Let's see if we can make this happen for a listener. Hold on. Here we go. Western Wall, Friday night. It's the first time ever there. Strapped into his knapsack with his long and curly hair. Stood there for a while. Grow 
for showing them the way, for giving them a day to rest, rejoice with peace of mind to pray.
making a state. Freedom was their call. But they knew they were a link in the chain. This was more than just winning a war. They were holding on tight to generations of people who tried countless times before. But the weapon they used to keep on with the fight helped them carry the prayers, the hopes, and the light was the fact that they all believed in the cause and learned from their fathers who taught them the laws. And they had a moon on. They believed deep inside. Did not need light. Shalom. 
This time, each and every Arab Shabbos, we turn to Rabbi Benjamin Newton, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomri Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Newton. Good morning, Miriam. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Before I begin in the usual way in introducing Parshas Re'eh, I'm sure everybody joins me in just trying to articulate our feelings on behalf of Nachum Siegel and his family that are sitting Shiva for the passing of his late mother Esther, I just want to say that during her lifetime, Nachum, not only being a devoted son, his programming on the radio brought her such joy and kibbutz aim. I want him to know and all of us that his continuing his special Avodas HaKodesh of making available Jewish Divrei Torah, music, culture, current events, pride in being a Jew to so many thousands worldwide will be an Eloi for her Neshama. Tehei Nafshat Sarura Bitzror HaChayim. This Shabbos we have the privilege of reading Parshas Re'eh. Parshas Re'eh contains, according to the Chinuch, 55 mitzvos, 17 positive and 38 restrictions. There are many mitzvos. I would like to begin with, I'll say, one of my more favorite mitzvos, only because I believe in this regard, as in so many others, our Torah is so unique. What does that mean? If you were to look at other constitutions, I can't imagine that there's another constitution in the world that legislates or mandates that one takes a vacation. After all, too many of us know workaholics who don't allow themselves to take a vacation. In the fifth aliyah of this week's Torah reading of Re'eh, the Torah introduces us to Ma'aser Sheni. Ma'aser Sheni is a very interesting mitzvah. It basically says to the Jewish farmer that each and every year you are to tithe your crops. The Torah says you are to give truma to the Kohen. The rabbis tell us the ideal is 2%. So 2% of your produce goes to Mr. Cohen, the Kohen, for Truma. Then you take the next 10% of what's left and you give that to Mr. Levy. Mr. Levy gets Maaser. And then in addition, after the first 10%, you then designate a second 10% called Ma'aser Sheni, which in the first and second, fourth and fifth year of the Shemitah cycle, is taken the produce and eaten in Yerushalayim in a state of purity. If, however, 
the produce is too much to take and too difficult to transport. You live in the north, in the south. To bring it to Yerushalayim is challenging. So what does the Torah say? You can exchange it for the monetary value and you bring that money to Yerushalayim where it is to be consumed by eating food, drink for yourself, friends, family, as opposed to buying a furniture which you can leave Yerushalayim in one day. The Torah wants you to spend time in Yerushalayim as the Gemara and Baba Basra tells us for the purpose of basking in Yerushalayim. You're going to be uplifted by the environment, by the Kohanim, by the Sanhedrin, by just being in Yerushalayim. Now this is such an important point, and think about it. This is an imposed vacation. Aside from coming Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkos, you had to come to be with the Meister Sheni. I love it. I want to focus this morning on a mitzvah that is especially appropriate for this year. In in reality, once in seven years. But this year is a Shemitah year. Now we know that there is the Shemitah's Karka, whereby in Eretz Yisrael they have been addressing the issue as to how to treat the produce of the land and this is not the time to go into Shemitah's Karka but one visiting Eretz Yisrael or just speaking with friends and relatives in Eretz Yisrael they'll explain to you having been there just recently how in the various stores the produce is labeled that this is based upon Hetemachira, and this is from Chutzla Aretz, <coughs> and this is from <coughs> that which has been grown hydroponically. All different choices are there in response to this being a Shemitah year. The Torah tells us, in addition to Shemitah's Karka, there is a mitzvah of Shemitah's Ksafim. Shemitah's Ksafim literally means the release of loans and debts. Namely, with the completion of the Shemitah year, Miketz Sheva Shanim, at the end of the Shemitah year. In other words, <coughs> with sunset on Erev Rosh Hashanah this coming year, and this Shabbos, is Rosh Chodesh Elul. So we are one month away from Rosh Hashanah. The Torah says that with the setting of the sun, those debts which had not been paid, they are abrogated. The Malve, the creditor, does not have the right to go after the debtor, the borrower, to collect the money. Now, stop for a moment and ask and pinch yourself and say, wow, let's try to understand this. Now, just as the laws of Shemitah's Karka, of releasing the land, is for the purpose of bolstering our emunah, our trust and faith in God,
that even though the farmer is not going to work the land, the land is still going to produce, and Hashem is saying, rely upon me, what if I'm not a farmer? How does the businessman have this kind of injection of emuna and bitachon in his life? And therefore, the Torah instituted the law of Shemitah's Ksafim Ksafim from the word Kesef monies, that the monies that are owed you, it's your money you lent it to a person interest free, and now guess what that person after this, um, the end of Elul, starting with next year Rosh Hashanah, he can wish you a Ksiva Vachasim Tova, a good year, and whatever the amount of money that he owes you, a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, ten thousand, whatever it is that he owes you, he no longer owes you the money. And not only that, open up the Chumash to chapter 15, Pasuk, listen carefully now, 9, where the Torah says, look here, one could only imagine that perhaps if it is, let's say, in the beginning of the Shemitah year, X number of months ago, or even last year, that somebody would come, one Jew to another, and say, could I borrow a sizable sum of money? So the lender might say to himself, uh-oh, it's getting a little bit too close to Shemitah, and therefore I'm going to sit this one out. I have the money to lend him, but I'm not going to lend him the money so that because I don't want to lose it. So listen to what the Torah says. And for the interest of time, I'm just going to translate it from the art scroll. And this is again, chapter 15, Pesach 9. Beware, lest there be a lawless thought in your heart. Now, Oscar was a big gentleman here by translating the word lawless, belial. That's a very harsh word. Evil would be even maybe a better translation or a more direct translation. A person will have an evil thought in his heart. What's the evil thought? Saying the seventh year approaches and the year of remission, and therefore you will look negatively upon your destitute brother and you'll refuse to give him the loan so the Torah says he's going to appeal against you to God and it will be a sin upon you amazing now this is how strong the Torah is advocating that we show care concern for the next one and after all, as the Orachayim HaKadosh says, again, later on in, or excuse me, in the, in the introduction to that paragraph, in verse 7, chapter 15, 7, where the Torah says, Ki evyon, literally, if there shall be a destitute person among you. Among you means literally living in your community, living uh, in Eretz Yisrael, living in somebody that, after all, another Jew. But says the Orachayim HaKadosh, so powerfully. What is that word, which means in you? God gave that which is coming to the poor person to you. God gave you more so that you should help the next one. An amazing thing that in this world many of individuals have either or a test of poverty or a test of of wealth, meaning I have not yet enough, I still believe in God, 
and I have, forgive me, more than what I need, and what am I going to do with it? Am I going to keep it and hoard it for myself, or am I going to share it with others? Ki you have Evyon, God gave you more so that you can help the next one. And that's a famous Gemara in Baba Basra, whereby Tunis Rufus, Harasha, asks Rabbi Akiva, why doesn't God take care of the poor by himself? And Rabbi Akiva's answer, listen to this, is so powerful, and that is that sure God can take care of it, but the reason why he gave us the mitzvah of tzedakah found in this week's parasha is to save the wealthy from, and I don't want to say it on the program, from H-E-L-L. Amazing! That Instead of our saying, tell them a shulach, I'm not home, and oh no, just the opposite. Embrace them. Say thank you. Yes, they have to be legit. You have every right to investigate. But now let's get back to our topic. A very, very powerful idea. So now, the Talmud tells us, and let me explain this because this is very, very important. It's found in the Mishnah in the Gemara Gitin Lamid Dalid Amid Beis. The Gemara is found on Gitin Lamid Vav Amid Aleph 36a, spilling over to 36b. The Gemara tells us that Hillel Tikain Prusbul, that Hillel instituted a document known as a Prusbul. A Prusbul is a document whereby an individual transfers the personal debts that are owed to him to a Bezdin. And based upon the literal understanding of the verse, which says that loans that you have that are coming to you are to be foregone and are to be pardoned by the Shemitah year at its completion, that which is coming to you, as opposed to that which is coming to the Bezdin. So the Talmud asks immediately, wait a second, how was Hillel able to do this? If the Torah says the loans are supposed to be released, how could he come up with this idea called a prusbal? And the Gemara gives a very important answer, which you need to know the background to all of this. And that is as follows. Based upon the Pasuk again in this week's parsha, the Zedvar HaShemitah Shemot, this is the law of the Shemitah, the release of monies, release. The Talmud tells us the following, that there are two Shemitahs. There's a Shemitah of the land, release of the land, not to work it, and the release of debts. When the first one, the release of land, Shemitah's Karka, is in effect on a biblical level, then the release of debts as well is a biblical law. But when we don't have the institution of Yovel, the Jubilee year, as found at the end of Ayikra in Pasha's Bahar, because we don't have a majority of the Jewish people living on this land, and we don't have the tribes in their respective places, then since, listen carefully now, the laws of Shemitah, when it comes to the land, is rabbinic and only rabbinic, so too the laws of Shemitah's Ksafim, the release of debts, is only rabbinic. So from the Torah, these laws are not binding. One Jew lends another Jew a thousand dollars, with or without a prusbal from the Torah. Today, the 
the lender has every right to go to the borrower and say, where is my thousand dollars? The rabbis, however, said, wait a second, we don't want this law to be forgotten. So the rabbis said, we still want to use these laws of Shemitah's Ksafim. Then Hillel saw, wait a second, people are not really lending, because after all, I'll lend you the money, I might not get my money back. So because the environment is one that we're dealing with a rabbinic law, and I don't mean to give the impression that rabbinic laws are not important, because so much of our Jewish practice is rabbinic law, but given the circumstance here, and given that we're dealing with an interest-free loan, and given that we're looking to help not just the lender, but let's not forget the borrowers, those persons that need money to make a wedding, to buy a car, and to for business, all different things that they need money for, and another Jew is ready to lend them the money interest-free. Wow, this is what Hillel did, and Hillel instituted the prusbal, which reminds us of this law of Shemitah Ksafim, which reminds us of our pining for the time when, please God, we will have that third base Hamigdash, that Yovel is going to be biblical, that this law will not be in effect at that time, the Prusbal, but rather these laws, these deaths will be cancelled and we'll be privileged to see a greater clarity of God's presence in our midst. I just wish to say it's a practical thing between now and Rosh Hashanah. Listen to your local rabbi and find out when the schedule is that he will be available with two others for the purpose of establishing a bezdin whereby you will transfer. You don't have to bring the IOUs. You don't have to mention to whom you've lent money. Privacy and dignity is maintained. It's a simple form whereby you say, I hand over to the court, to the bezdin, those debts that are coming to me and thereby enabling you to collect them after Rosh Hashanah in the forthcoming year. I trust that this is clear and understood. If not, please contact your local Rav for all further questions. Wishing everybody Shabbat Shalom and a meaningful Chodesh Elul preparing us for the forthcoming Yom Shabbat Shalom to all. Thank you, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, folks who are just tuning in now. I'm Miriam El Wallach. I've been sitting in for Nachum this morning. Um, as Nachum has been sitting Shiva all week, he and his siblings have been sitting Shiva for the loss of their mother, Rabbi Esther Siegel. I just want to comment, um, and the reason I didn't go to a song immediately after Rabbi Yudin, though I have one in the queue, and um, that will be a shout-out to the listener who called in and asked me to play some Shweki. Not a problem. I have Shweki all ready to go. I just wanted to respond to somebody who had commented on the app, No Malcolm, correct. Malcolm Holmline is not on if Nachum Siegel is not on. And I had mentioned that earlier in the program, but I should have reminded people of that at around 7.40 when Malcolm and Nachum are usually on. So again, Malcolm Holmline will return next week with Nachum. We look forward to Nachum taking back his seat on Monday and to returning here on Friday at the conclusion of our trip to Israel. I also want to thank everyone for the positive feedback and the comments on the app. And to remind people that the app is not a complaint department. 
we very much appreciate your feedback, both positive and negative. We simply ask that you respect the app and respect the comment section as a place for feedback that isn't negative. And all meaningful discussions are welcome. You can email me, Miriam, at NahumSiegel.com. If you have a criticism or if you have something that you want to share or some way that we can positively work forward to make everything at the network better. I appreciate everyone's feedback. And here is Shweki on JM in the AM.
the Weinrib Brothers with Me'ain Olam Haba, wrapping up a Friday broadcast of your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. I'm Miriam L. Wallach, sitting in for the great Nachum Siegel, who finishes sitting Shiva today for his mother. I appreciate the calls that I got during the show. Uh, condolence calls on behalf of listeners. I will pass along your thoughts and feelings to Nachum. I truly appreciate that. Again, you can email me any messages that you'd like to send to Nachum or anything you'd like me to convey, Miriam at NachumSiegel.com. Uh, program continues at 9 a.m. It's an encore for, of Table for Two with Naomi Nachman at 9 a.m. And then the Arab Shabbos music mix starts promptly at 10 a.m. and continues till, shop, till uh, candle lighting, which in the New York area is at 7.34. The Arab Shabbos music mix is brought to you by our friends at Kenan. We thank them, as always, for their continued sponsorship and support of our programming and honestly, of their friendship as well. This is a coming-of-age moment for me, folks. I get to play. It's time to say good Shabbos.
America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program, heard on listener-sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, and around the world on the web at jmnam.org. Malcolm Siegel returns on Monday morning, please God. Our programming from Israel will be brought to you Tuesday and Wednesday and part of Thursday, and Nachum and Malcolm Homeline return next Friday. I am Miriam L. Wallach. Thank you so much for your support this week. We really, really appreciate it. My thanks to Matis, my thanks to Mayor, my thanks to Mayor, and to everyone who helped out. To Mark, we truly appreciate This is a team effort. A good Rosh Chodesh to all. A good Arab Shabbos to all. Besoros Tobot to all. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys.